98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Tom McElindon. The headlines, Carrie Lam dismisses lawmakers' concerns about the Greater Bay Area Initiative. The Labour Tribunal agrees to hear evidence by video link for the first time. A Mao Zedong secretary is given a funeral with full Communist Party honours, despite his earlier objections. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, has dismissed lawmakers' concerns that Hong Kong will lose its competitiveness under the Greater Bay Area, or GBA, development plan. During a question and answer session in LegCo, IT sector lawmaker Charles Mock and Democratic Party chairman Wu Chi-Wai asked Mrs Lam if the plan would also lead to a brain drain from the city. Speaking through an interpreter, the CE denied this would happen. The GBA is like the equivalent of the Silicon Valley and the Wall Street added together. So we are working towards that direction and will implement the initiatives of the GBA. We are not aiming to have vicious competition and it's neither that we are just trying to dovetail the development of GBA. We should complement each other and we should uh, give full play to our comparative advantages. As the chief executive entered the LegCo chamber, six council front lawmakers shouted slogans and held placards up to protest against changes to extradition arrangements, which would allow fugitives to be sent to the mainland. They accused her of betraying the interests of Hong Kong people. When asked if she would easily and readily extradite suspects back to the mainland where they could face unfair treatment, Carrie Lam had this to say through an interpreter. Members uh, who have worries about the Fugitive Offenders Ordinance, please look carefully at what we are proposing. Now, we are talking about a case-based approach, and the role of the CE is just to trigger the procedures. The chief executive also said the idea of cutting the frequencies of services on the through train to Guangzhou was worth looking into. DAB lawmaker Lao Kwok Fun suggested that reducing the number of intercity services from Hong Kong would allow the MTR Corporation to run more trains on the overcrowded East Rail Line, which uses the same track. He said passenger numbers had fallen by 30% since the opening of the High Speed Link, or XRL, last year. Speaking through an interpreter, Mrs Lam said several factors should be considered. I think it's logical and it looks uh, feasible. However, for the intercity train service, well, it terminates at a location in Guangzhou different from that for the XRL. So if we are to drastically reduce the surface of the through train, it may cause some repercussions as to whether there's room for adjusting the frequency or the timetable of the through train. I think this can be considered. Pro-democracy lawmaker Claudia Mo said the CE had failed to answer questions raised by the pan-democrats, especially on the Greater Bay Area Initiative and changes to extradition laws. When it comes to uh, the uh, Greater Bay Area, uh, she would say, I, quote, uh, I uh, represent uh, Hong Kong, when uh, she's just a puppet of Beijing. But then when it comes to the fugitive uh, law amendments, uh, she parried the question. She uh, uh, quickly uh, uh, sidestepped. Now, uh, she is uh, really uh, speaking like a schizophrenic, I would say, person, because uh, it's just not right. Are you in charge or not? And uh, she uh, it's very good at uh, making expedient quotes so that uh, she could just get away with it. 
The chairman of Hong Kong Patients Voices says the proposal to transfer non-emergency local patients from the mainland to Hong Kong hospitals will further burden public health services here. The land transfer plan's been put forward in the Greater Bay Area blueprint. Alex Lam says SAR residents in mainland hospitals can already be taken to a border point and transferred by a Hong Kong ambulance to hospitals here. Mr Lam says if the scheme also caters for mainland residents in the Greater Bay Area, he'll raise objections. If the government is to prepare for taking patients from the mainland, they are not Hong Kong citizens to, to, to receive medical treatment in Hong Kong, then they have to pass the reality test that where the, the, the medical system in Hong Kong is ready for that because we are already seeing the overloading uh, situation for quite a long time. And uh, if the government is not doing something to improve this, then, then we, we have to say no to the scheme that, uh, unless it is done. The Labour Tribunal will for the first time hear testimony via video link from overseas. The charity Justice Without Borders says the decision to allow former domestic worker Jonali Malorca to certify from the Philippines is a landmark victory for migrant workers. Douglas McLean, the charity's executive director, says before this decision, claimants from overseas needed to appear in person, meaning they would either have to stay unemployed in Hong Kong or give up their claim and go home. He says this new move will allow more people to seek justice. We would certainly expect that more people will actually be able to bring valid claims. To be clear, this isn't a change in the number of claims that are out there. This is a change in the number of claims that actually get to be heard. It's really about preserving these people's rights to access justice. Police are investigating the death of a security guard who was found unconscious with multiple injuries at a building in Chim Sha Choi this morning. The 50-year-old man was discovered by colleagues in a staff washroom at Ocean View Court in Chatham Road South at about 7am. He was taken to Queen Elizabeth Hospital where he was confirmed dead. The funeral of Mao Zedong's personal secretary, Li Roy, took place at Beijing's Baobaoshan Cemetery this morning. He died last Saturday at the age of 101. Hundreds of people paid their final respects to Mr. Li at the cemetery, which is reserved for leading revolutionary figures. Some mourners told RTHK that a Communist Party flag was draped over his casket. But Mr. Li's daughter, Li Nanyang, said this was not what he would have wanted. Ms. Li had earlier said that her father, who had lost faith in the party, explicitly objected to the idea of a state funeral. He said he wanted only to be interred near his parents at his hometown in Hunan. A new report's warning that Britain is vulnerable to influence and interference operations by China. Compiled by the defence think tank Rusi, it argues there's been insufficient scrutiny and debate about Chinese activities compared with other countries. Here's the BBC's Gordon Carrera. Chinese activity includes trying to influence politicians and officials through funding, lobbying or by offering them jobs on retirement. It says there's also evidence of attempts to interfere with academic freedom in UK universities to control how China is studied and portrayed. The report advises caution on Chinese involvement in the UK's critical national infrastructure, arguing that allowing the telecoms company Huawei to build new mobile networks would be at best naive and at worst irresponsible. Nicaragua's Congress has voted to accept a $100 million loan from Taiwan, with the government of President Daniel Ortega increasingly isolated over its response to opposition protests last year. Pro-government legislators said the 20-year loan would help balance this year's budget and reduce public debt. The campaign team behind the veteran U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders says it's raised $3.3 million in the first 10 hours of the announcement that he's running again for presidency. The 77-year-old is an outspoken critic of President Trump. Here's the BBC's Gary O'Donoghue. Hi, I'm Bernie Sanders. I'm running for president. 
Bernie Sanders is once again looking for the Democratic nomination after having won more than 20 states in the primary last time around. Then the independent senator enjoyed the status of an insurgent, firing up the left of the party and enthusing the young in particular. But many of his ideas, such as free college tuition and universal government-funded health care, are now embraced by several other candidates in the race, and that will make it harder for him to set himself apart. President Trump says he's in no rush to conclude a nuclear deal with the North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Speaking to reporters at the White House, Mr Trump said denuclearization remained the goal of a planned second summit between them, and he commended Mr Kim for not having carried out nuclear tests. As long as there's no testing, I'm in no rush. If there's testing, that's another deal. But there has been no testing. If you look at the end of the Obama administration, it was a disaster what was going on. You don't have that right now. It's a much different feeling. I think people have, there's always danger, but I think people have a much different feeling. So uh, I hope that very positive things are going to happen. I think that it'll be a very exciting couple of days. Democrats in Congress have accused top White House aides of attempting to transfer highly sensitive nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia in defiance of U.S. law. They say they've evidence that the former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn and other officials argued strongly for government backing for U.S. companies to build nuclear power plants in Saudi Arabia. The Democratic Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton says there needs to be accountability. This transfer may well be in violation of the atomic energy law because it contains uh, at least nine conditions that must be met before transfer occurs. And I will go further. I believe that before such transfer occurs that the administration must come to the Congress of the United States. Thousands of people have taken to the streets in towns and cities across France in protest at a rise in anti-Semitic attacks. The main event was a rally in central Paris, which organisers said had drawn a crowd of 20,000. Demonstrators assembled under the slogan, That's Enough. This protester addressed the crowd. Anti-Semitic acts increased dramatically over the last year. That's enough. Anti-Semitism is not an opinion, it's a crime. It has once again become an incitement to murder. Rescuers in the Swiss Alps have continued to search into the night for skiers feared trapped under more than two metres of snow after an avalanche. So far, four people have confirmed to have been injured at a marked ski slope. The local police commander, Christian Varon, said a major operation was underway. Witnesses informed us that there could be more people buried under the snow. That is why we continue the searches with considerable resources. We've mobilised 244 people from police forces, rescuers, medical teams and the army. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,420, 196 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $63 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 110.77 yen, the euro is standing at 1 US dollar 13 cents, and the pound's worth 10 Hong Kong dollars 25 cents. Now to sports, and here's Atom Joe. We start with football's European Champions League. Liverpool were held to a goalless draw in their last 16 first-leg match at home to Bayern Munich. The BBC's Ian Dennis reports from Anfield. Well, it certainly wasn't one of those great spine-tingling European nights that we've experienced at Anfield in the past. Goalless, chances at a premium. There was a nervousness at times about Liverpool at the back in the first half. They, they lacked 
creativity. They struggled to create serious openings, but nil-nil, um, uh, a disappointing spectacle overall. But when you look at the tie in the wider picture, when the disappointment of this game subsides, might not be the worst result in the world for Liverpool. In France, Barcelona were also shut out in their last 16 first leg. Barca had 25 shots on goal but couldn't find the net against Lyon. The BBC Steve Crossman has more. There's nothing wrong with a nil-nil draw at home in the Champions League. Lyon, I think, will be delighted with the result. And they are well in the tie ahead of the second leg. And actually, they could easily have won the game. You know, they had the game's outstanding moment, which was a shot from Terrier, the midfielder, which was brilliantly tipped onto the bar by Marc-Andre Stegen. At the other end, I can only think of one example where Anthony Lopez, the Lyon goalkeeper, made a save that had the ball gone in, he would have been anything other than totally devastated with himself. And that was the last minute of the game, and it was Busquets with a shot from the edge of the area, a man who hasn't scored in about 85 matches. Barcelona were just completely flat. Tonight, the Italian champions Juventus visit Atletico Madrid for their last 16 first leg. English champions Manchester City play away to Schalke, a team that's 14th in the German Bundesliga. City boss Pep Guardiola says his team must not underestimate the opposition. This competition is is special. The teams are good and uh, atmosphere in the stadiums. You have to control your emotions. You have to suffer the bad moments. You know, you have to survive these bad moments. But we are confident. We arrive in a, in, with, a, with many dreams in our heads, you know, to do a good competition. Manny Machado has agreed to the biggest free agent contract in American sports history, a 10-year, 300 million U.S. dollar deal with the San Diego Padres of Major League Baseball. Machado is a four-time All-Star and two-time Gold Glove winner at third base. He spent his first seven years with the Baltimore Orioles before joining the L.A. Dodgers for their playoff run last season. The deal is expected to be officially announced on Thursday. Last season, the Padres finished last in the National League West. They haven't posted a winning record since the 2010 season. And that's your look at sports. Adam Jung there. Now to end the news, a reminder of our top stories. Carrie Lam dismisses lawmakers' concerns about the Greater Bay Area Initiative. The Labour Tribunal agrees to hear evidence by video link for the first time. The chairman of Hong Kong Patients Voices says a proposal to transfer non-emergency local patients from mainland to Hong Kong hospitals will further burden public health services here. And Mao Zedong's secretary is given a funeral with full Communist Party honours, despite his earlier objections. That's the news from RTHK.